this is Adria Wilkins. What's your favorite fairy tale or children's story growing up? Some of my favorites are Goldilocks and the Three Bears, but really my favorite is Roadrunner and Coyote. You know, that silly old coyote. He was constantly trying to catch Roadrunner, but inevitably he would fail. He would try to blow up the Roadrunner and the Roadrunner would throw it back on him and he would go beep, beep. But I found out recently at a women's event at our own church that I am kind of considered a road runner at our own church in our parking lot. We have the parking lot director people that guide us to get in and out of the parking lot. And they talk about who some of the favorite or the fastest drivers are in the parking lots. And I got marked as one of those. And so that is not a list that I want to be on. And so I thought it was quite funny the time that I did a speaking engagement at our own church. And during a break, I found out that I was considered one of the fastest parking lot drivers at church. So anyway, I'm trying to get off of that list. But how many of you have thought when you first were growing up and as you were a child, thinking about how life would be when you would grow up? Would you marry a handsome prince? What would your house look like? Would it be a beautiful home with a pond in the back? Would there be a pool? Would there be flowers everywhere? And what happens when that fairy tale doesn't end like you think it should? What happens when illness and cancer and divorce and infertility and children with medical problems and aging parents, what happens when that fairy tale in our minds is not the reality that we are living in? I want you to think about something negative that's happened to you today or this week. Now don't think about it too long, but just think about that negative thing. What are you gonna replace that negative thought with? Why not replace it with something joyful? Maybe start changing your perspective and take that negative thought captive as it says in the Bible, and replace that with something related to God, whether it's creation or reading his word or praying and giving that negative thing to God. 
Now, joy versus happiness. Joy comes when we accept the joy giver, and that is Jesus. When we believe that he is the one who came into the world as a baby by a virgin birth, and that he lived and died on the cross for our sins, and that he was buried, and that he rose again on the third day. When we believe that, he is the joy giver, then everything else is just icing on the cake. Now, happiness comes and goes. It's based on our circumstances. If I were to tell you that I'm going to take you on a trip to Hawaii, you would probably get excited and happy. But what if I said, but we're gonna have to walk there? Well, that's probably next to impossible, but that would make you kind of not happy because you want it to be a fun, luxurious trip of relaxation and just flying into the area and just staying at a beautiful hotel and enjoying the moment. So as you can see, happiness comes and goes, but the joy that Jesus gives is always inside of us. We just have to be looking to change our perspective about whatever is going on in our lives. You know, joy is the second fruit of the Spirit found in Galatians 5.22. If we have Jesus in our lives, joy will overflow from our lives. Now, Jesus is also the joy sustainer. How are we going to respond when a negative thing happens in our lives? It's going to happen. Crises, crises are going to happen. You're either in one or you're going to go through one. Many of you know that we had a child born with multiple medical problems. He was on a ventilator 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He was born with spina bifida, but yet he could sign 15 words. He would get up and play like any other child. He would make a mess, and he just could not move from his waist down. But we learned that we had to look for joy in the midst of our situation. Many times I journaled about the good and the bad and the ugly that was happening in our lives during the days of our son's Blake's life. Blake's life verse was Ecclesiastes 3.11. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Blake blew kisses to everyone and he loved to smile and play and have snuggles and he loved to have playtime with daddy. Each day was precious. We didn't know how long we would have him. 
And so after three years, his life came to an end. And that is why I encourage people to look for joy every day, to treasure it, because life is short. So what are some negative things that have happened to you in your lifetime? Jesus is the joy responder. It's all about how we respond to what's going on in our lives. One thing that I really like to do is go to our local amusement park. No, I don't like to ride rides. No, I don't like to walk around the park. I have arthritis in my knees. But you may think, well, that's not an amusement park when I tell you what we like to go to uh, visit. And my husband and I, I often call it a date. We go to our local county landfill or what you might want to call the dump. If you go out there on any given day, especially the weekends, there is a long line waiting to get in, just like an amusement park. You would think that they were going there to ride rides and eat cotton candy and enjoy ice cream. But no, they're there to drop off junk, the excess stuff in their lives that they don't want anymore. People will show their IDs and they go in and there are different places that you stop and you get out and you experience that particular, and I'm gonna call it ride, because it might be that you are throwing big pieces of furniture into this big dumpster and you hear it crash and smash and bang. And it's a thrill. It's an excitement. One day we drove up and this guy got out of the car next to us and he was smiling and he said, isn't this fun? And if you look around the parking lot, other people are laughing and smiling because they're getting rid of this junk in their lives. And so we like to go out there and throw things and let it break. And it actually is a great stress reliever. It's a great negative um, release because you feel like you're getting rid of the negative stuff in your life. Romans 15, 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that verse starts out, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. My encouragement for you today is to fill up your vehicle, fill up everything that is negative in your life and go dump it in the local landfill, in the local dump. 
even if you're throwing away garbage, as you throw it away, say, God, I don't want this negative stuff anymore. I don't want this, this stuff that weighs me down every day. I want your joy, even though I might be in the midst of a difficult situation. So today, I want you to get up and I want you to gather that garbage, gather that old broken piece of furniture, gather that old stuff in your mind that has cobwebs growing on it and get rid of it. Get up and look out for joy because God is waiting to inspire you, to lift your spirits, and he is the joy giver.